chapter 10, in which we find lodgings with a new friend. Mother wouldn't answer me when I asked who this mysterious manka was. She didn't even acknowledge that I'd spoken. She just dragged me behind her, moving nimbly across the planks of boarwalks that gently rose and fell with the water they floated upon. She approached an inn and pulled me in after her. It was as quiet as the grave in there. Two old dwarfs sat in armchairs that were bursting at the seams, pushed against yellowing walls, their faces illuminated only by a solitary candle resting on the barrel between them. Quickly forgiving Mother for ignoring me, I sidled closer to her, keen to feel the protection of her arms around me. As we waited to be seen, I ripped my eyes away from the two dwarves, smoking their pipes, to look around the dark and dingy room. There was a mismatch of furniture. No two pieces were alike. There was a wooden chair here, a stone stool there, barrels doubled up as makeshift tables, a table doubled up as a makeshift bench. As my eyes adjusted to the gloom, I saw that one wall was covered entirely by a dirty crimson curtain hanging from the ceiling. I watched as another dwarf stepped out from behind the curtain. The first thing I noticed about him, as with all dwarfs, was his beard. Compared to the dwarf we had just encountered outside, it was a positively minuscule thing, barely reaching halfway down his belly. His hair was shorter than was normal for a dwarf as well, much shorter, and tightly pulled back so that his face seemed to stretch up over his skull. The strangest thing about him, though, were the brass glasses he wore. I'm not sure they were glasses, truth be told. They were strange, two perfect black circles that presumably sat over his eyes and set into a strange brass frame that formed a seal around his eyes, held in place by a thick leather strap. Carrying a lantern, he slowly hobbled towards us, nodding politely at each of us in turn when he reached us. Goblins? he grunted by way of a greeting. There was a gruffness to his voice, although there was something else present too. A kindness, perhaps. We are, Mother gulped. We've come from Ruro. We've been travelling for well over a week. Please, we just need somewhere to sleep. We'll, we'll sleep here on the floor if needs be. Just please give us some shelter. I looked up, surprised. Mother sounded fraught, as though a place to sleep were a matter of life and death. The dwarf raised his hand, and I felt my mother grow tense. Calm yourself, Mrs. Coblin, he said. I'm sure we have room for two more. He turned then and raised his voice to call to someone, presumably on the other side of the curtain. Bring through sherry and some hot milk. He turned then to the two dwarfs sat in the armchairs on the other side of the dark room. Sorry, chaps, I think it's time for you to be leaving. Startled, the two dwarfs looked disgruntledly up at the dwarf, but thought better of arguing with him and shuffled out grumbling softly as they passed Mother and me. Now then, the dwarf with the strange glasses spoke again. Why don't we all take a seat and have a little drink? You two look like you need it. As we settled ourselves into the soggy armchairs, another dwarf shuffled into the room from behind the curtain. This dwarf was young, perhaps only a year or two older than I was, and not yet fully grown. His beard barely reached his shoulders, and he was, I guessed, roughly three-quarters the height of the dwarf with the strange glasses. I took the preferred mug of hot milk from the dwarf's hands, downing it in quick, greedy gulps. The dwarf with the strange glasses chuckled as he pulled another chair close to the two that Mother and I sat in. Thirsty little goblin, aren't you? He said with a smile as he sank back into his chair. 
and not a little tired too, I shouldn't be surprised. I opened my mouth to answer him, but a huge, uncontrollable burp erupted from my mouth. Shocked, Mother spat a light golden liquid across the room, while both the dwarves roared with laughter. I opened my mouth to apologise, but to my horror I burped again. The younger dwarf, the one called Flussman, was doubled up with his hands upon his knees. The elder dwarf was rocking back and forth in his chair, and Mother spat yet more of the strange liquid out. I opened my mouth to apologise, and finally managed to get some words out. I am so sorry. That's quite all right, little goblin, laughed the dwarf, smiling widely as he spoke. Then he turned to look at Mother. So, you say you're from Rural? Sipping at her drink, my mother nodded slowly. You're an awfully long way from Rural. The dwarf spoke quietly, and I was suddenly aware of how impossible it was to gauge his opinion, with his eyes hidden behind the strange black glass discs. What would bring a mother and her child all this way to Harfen? Despite the cosy warmth of the inn, a sudden chill descended upon me then, as the dwarf spoke. Looking at Mother, I saw her jaw tightening. Elves. Mother spoke the word bitterly. Elves happened. Hmm. The dwarf pinched his beard and rolled it between his fingers as he spoke. I had heard whispers. His eyes flicked to me and back to Mother before he went on. So, how is it you escaped when the rest of Ruro was captured? But we weren't the only ones, I spoke. I couldn't stop myself, even as Mother glared at me. There were hundreds of others, maybe thousands of others who fled into the mines. Well, the dwarf spoke slowly and quietly. If they weren't captured, they're still hidden in those mines. There hasn't been a goblin from Ruro in weeks. I'm ever so sorry, Mr. Dwarf. Mother spoke quietly but firmly but my child and I are ever so tired. Smiling, the dwarf nodded. Of course, my apologies, Mrs. Goblin. Please let me show you to your chamber. With that, he leapt out of the seat with a surprising display of agility through the curtain, behind which the wall narrowed sharply to an open doorway, from which a staircase spiralled up. Exhausted, Mother and I hobbled along behind. The dwarf stopped at the door with its red paint peeling off. Swinging it open, I spied two beds of sawdust. Practically asleep already, I let Mother lay me down into the warm bed. She threw a dirty rag handed to her by the old dwarf over me and bent to kiss me lightly on the head. I was asleep before her lips left my skin. <laughs>